0: Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we have a very special guest with us. We have Aaron Live from the Black Fly on the Wall show.
1: <laughs> What's going on? How y'all doing?
0: Good. Hey, so hey. Good,
1: good.
0: Please tell soul makes more about you and your amazing show we've been following you for about two years and we're just mm-hmm. finally so excited to have you here with us on zoom
1: <laughs> yeah yeah first I just wanted to say you know much gratitude um, thank you all for the opportunity um, I love what you all you young ladies are doing I have two sisters myself um, and so I love to see and I love to support black women out here grinding you know curb you know changing the curve, um, setting your own plateau, uh, you know, doing things on your own terms. And I love, I love the podcast and I'm a big supporter. So as well, you know, thank you all for just the opportunity. Uh, black flannel wall is essentially a venue for black men to be able to communicate. Um, you know, the main purpose of the company is to break barriers in communication within black men and provide black men with the platform to be able to say whatever they want to express, whatever they want to express. Um, we talk about sex, we talk about money, we talk about politics, we talk about relationships, um, we talk about spirituality, we talk about religion, um, we talk about anything that the black man discusses on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a bi-weekly basis, it doesn't matter. Um, if it affects black men in any type of way, which all things do, we discuss it on the show. Um, and so, you know, as a miniseries visual show, uh, we like to paint black men in a different light than what the media, mass media, you know, paints black men as. Um, and so, on the show, you have a highly educated uh, black men. Everybody's college educated, um, bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, PhDs, authors, fathers, married men, single men, gay men. You know, I mean, you have anything that encompasses the paradigm of black men. Uh, we have that um and you know within the within that paradigm we have mostly everybody on the on the show owns a company on the side as a ceo of another company uh, we have some really big thoroughbreds and everybody went to historically black college which has a little you know spice on there um and to really push the envelope as far as you know what do black men discuss and being a black fly on the wall means that you are a person on the wall or you are a fly on the wall Listening into the conversations that black men have, um and so for my ladies out there that are always wondering like, what do black men talk about, and what is he saying, and what is he saying about relationships, and do he really like me, and am I crazy you know, like you know we talk about all those different things um and this provides people with an insight um and we push you know heavy content that really stimulates the mind, stimulates how you see things, you know, if you don't have a brother or an uncle or a father in your life we wanna provide that type of advice to a young lady or to another young man that may have questions about spirituality or questions about sex or anything, you know, so we provide, we the big homies, basically.
0: Love that. Yes. yes. And we support Black Yes, kids. <laughs> yes we do. We love to. Yes,
2: you. It,
0: it reminds me of, I, I have an older brother and growing up, I used to love when all his friends would See? come over and chill in the room. And I would just be thinking like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would just listen to them talk over and over
1: again. I was a
0: real fly on the wall. <laughs> and so, those conversations are amazing. And y- y'all's conversations are amazing. We did our homework <laughs> and mm-hmm. we went ahead and listened to some of your podcasts. And we want to discuss what you guys talked about. Okay. So the first
1: Topic of discussion is uh-huh. sex.
0: Right, let's do it. Sex. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do yes. it. You know, sex, yeah.
1: sex is so taboo. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and I, I think it's so taboo. <laughs> That's the reason why we started off this series, uh this segment of episodes, this block of episodes that we're releasing now, which is seven new episodes. um Episode 20 talked about let's talk about sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, people you know when you say the word sex and if you're around people that's not your boyfriend or friends or whatever everybody gets all, oh the table's shaking you know what i mean <laughs> and it doesn't need to be like that you know it's crazy because as a small kid i had one white friend like when i was like six years old and this dude knew about sex at six And i'm like he was like yeah my parents taught me about it i know what it is you know i know about like he knew about the scientific scientific part about it he knew about the the negative parts about it relate to STDs and ch- kids before you get married and whatever before it's your time. <clears throat> he knew about that, and so that was the first person that said anything relatable to me in an intimate type conversation about sex. Right, whereas you know sometimes in the black family it's like mm, stay out of you know you a child stay in the child's place or that's grown folks business or cover your eyes whenever a scene comes onto the movie or you know what I mean like you don't need to talk about that you know like or you learn about it in school. You carrying the baby dolls around, you got to put the bottle in there and all that crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's taboo. And so like, we want to, we like to break barriers. You know, we want to make talking about sex with your friends, whether you're in a group, non-taboo.
3: Yes, and it wasn't just until a few moments ago that I realized that is why sex is so uncomfortable to talk about for me, is because of the movie stuff whenever you know, we were watching a movie when I was younger. My parents always like fast forward through it, or they told me to close my eyes, turn my head, you know, go to the other it's room. All right, you can come back. And so even now as an adult, even when I'm still watching, like I still like just go to my phone, look away. I just <laughs> feel very awkward. And Your condition. Why? Yes. Your condition. Same. Exactly.
1: Your condition. Your
3: condition. Yep.
2: Same. And it is, especially for for girls. I will, well, I'm gonna just speak from my personal experience, and even with my immediate friend group of girls, it's not like as. It's not a conversation that's as highly expressed, I can say, with females. We don't necessarily, you know, talk, me and my boyfriend, we talk. He say, what do you and your friends talk about? Do y'all talk about your sexual experiences? And I say, we do, but not like, we don't go into depth, and we don't go into details, and we don't really just ask each other. Y'all not, y'all not oh, Cardi with it? No. <laughs> He says, <"It's> like, <laughs> a whole nother game. Like, we getting explicit, we want to know counts, we want to know it all. So I'm just like... Uh-huh. So that just brings me to my next question. Like how does sex differ from the male fe- the male and the female relationships with- oh. amongst our friend groups?
1: You know, the fellas, we we get into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Within within reason, you know, if it's your girl, your girlfriend, your main girl, you're not gonna go into details about that. But like speaking about your past, speaking about sex in general, it is a open, full-blown melee. Like, it's (laughs) Bogart the conversation. It ain't no censorship. It's explicit. (laughs) You know what I mean? But within, in a respectful way, but I feel as if um, it's important to do because you can avoid a lot of obstacles in the future, right? You know, whereas you have one of your homeboy who may have been a little reckless in the past, living on the edge. He learned his lesson in a negative way. Maybe he got an STD that he could have got rid of that'll open your eyes like oh safe sex is important because you knew it was important by what you learn in the book and what you learn in school but when it affects somebody directly close to you that you love it makes you look at it from a different type of a different type of thing and and one way i look at it too is like it takes a village to help you grow right and so it's no longer um sufficient for you to get information from one source you need your friends and your family members around you to have these multiple layers of conversations so that you as an individual feel comfortable moving forward in that category, whether it's about how you manage your finances on this case, it's about how you proceed in your sexual health. Right. And I think too, I think like the boundaries have to be broken. Um, when it comes to sex, it's because nobody's perfect. Right. You know, so it's like, if you can have an intimate conversation with your mom or your brother, or your sister about some of the things that you're thinking about, they can help you guide you on how you can move forward. And I think too, the biggest thing about it is that everybody should just be comfortable in their sexual relationship, whatever they have going on. Whether you're celibate, whether you're being abstinent at the moment, whether you are having your phase where you're just doing whatever you wanna do. I feel like everybody should be respected along those lines because it's an individual decision. And it's a decision that you have to make during that certain chapter or that season of your life so that you can be fulfilling and so that you can be 100 percent comfortable within yourself at that time mm-hmm. That's
0: yeah. i was just thinking what question pops into my mind is i feel like people do really view differently um and i i say that because i've been told like you, Sex isn't a big deal. Like, you, I don't think about sex the way you think about sex, you know. So, you know, meaning like for me personally, I think it's like a very valuable thing to do it with the person that you love and who are, you're committed to. But this person was like, I could just knock anyone down, which is fine. I don't care. But I don't know. Do y'all think it's important for when two people are intimate with each other to have the same ideals around sex?
2: Um, me personally, I think that for me, I think it would be, I can't speak for everyone, but I think for a healthy, harmonious thing to flow, I think it would be important for two people to have similar views. Of course, I don't think that they're going to be a hundred percent, um, you're going to agree with every single thing and aspect around sex, but it also determines the dynamic of you and that person's relationship. You have to factor in, are we monogamous? Do you have to factor in, are we just friends with benefits? We you have to factor in, you know, is this person in, in a freshman in college or, you know, um, in high school? You know, I think the different levels of maturity, along with where that person is in their life, where you are in your life, you have to have that honest communication. So I think it just needs to be understood Um from where, it? Because a lot of times, and I know girls. I'm just gonna speak. I feel like we often, and and the reason why I say this because I've been here. I'm speaking from personal experience. Where there has been a guy that I liked, and he wasn't on the same page with me sexually, or or not even sexually. I think sexually we were definitely on the same page, but for the entire like um, relationship, like me. Oh, we wanted so this is moving in a certain direction versus this person. Like you know, I'm just having fun, and so you. W- women sometimes I feel like I trick myself like oh yeah I just want to have fun too because I just wanted to be under that person but want it's to like we
1: have
2: to- <laughs> <him>.
1: <laughs> you wanted to appease him
2: exactly exactly wanted mm-hmm. to appease him thinking that eventually this would tra- this would transition into something a little bit more serious but we have to be clear with ourselves like okay going into it like I want something serious that's okay understand like you were saying earlier um, like that you know, understand where it is that you want for yourself, your personal like. because we're all going to be different. But if we understand and we're confident in whatever it is that we want, like whether that is friends within a fence, a a serious relationship, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. but if you're clear with with whatever that, wherever you stand on the, the, the fence, wherever you stand, then that can be communicated to whomever you are wanting to be intimate with. And you have that option to back away and say, okay, we're not on the same page. So okay you go your way i go my way and that's okay Mm -hmm. no matter which way it goes
1: for sure colby
3: um i want to kind of go back a bit before i answer that question because you were talking about you know circles and friends and teaching and my experience was you know like with these group of girls we really didn't talk about stuff like that growing up. We just didn't. We were in kind of a different group. We were just like, I, and I tell people this all the time. I, I, our idea of fun was like going into Walmart and like playing around, you know, pushing baskets around, mm-hmm. you know, doing just different stuff. So I did have the group of friends that was like trying to teach me, okay, this is how you be a bad bitch. You gotta walk, you gotta dress like this, you gotta do this, you know. <laughs> And so when I was with them, it was very, very different. My ideas right. of, you know, who I was and my sexuality and all of that was very different when I was with one group versus when I was with another group. And then mm-hmm. even down to even like in college, like when we did talk about sex as a group, it was like drinking, you know, like I based my ideas of sex off of, damn, okay, these people, like, you know, it was always, what was the game? Um, Never have I ever. It was always never have Mm -hmm. I ever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to see where people were in their sexual um, experiences, and it was like, damn, behind the curb. Like, okay, so... For a while, in my spirit, I was trying to catch up with other people. Like, oh, okay, I got to do this. Oh, I got to have sex in a pool. Oh, I got to go do this. You know, I got to, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I say all that to say you it is important to understand who you are surrounding yourself with because you can get caught up in trying to live a certain way based off of, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with. But I do right. think it's important to be on the same page if you are, you know, at that point in your life. You know, mm-hmm. where you're
1: trying to be more serious. The guy, one of the guys on the show, his name is uh, Oscar. We call him O. Like mm-hmm. his favorite thing that he says every season, every every episode that he's on is, and it's relatable. He has a saying that says, "Comparison kills." Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you continuously compare yourself and your experiences um, to everybody else's, it's, it's a it's a never-ending cycle. You know. Yes. You have women or men out here that are millionaires big in the industry, acting, music, whatever it may be, and they're always comparing themselves to the next next actor. And whereas people who may be not on the same level as them look at them as being perfect. And so then you start to feed insecurities and we know that once you feed things that are not beneficial to you, they start to eat you away, right? And so Mm -hmm. I feel like whenever it comes down to sex, sex is your individual lane, you know? Um, I think it's very important for you to identify what that lane is and stay in that lane as much as you want. Whenever you want to put your little turn signal on and bust a left real quick, <laughs> you know, you have the ability to do that, right? Because you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is your personal business. Um, going back to Jasmine's point, um, I think it's, it's also uh, noted that sometimes like men and women uh, can date people off of potential of what it potentially can be which is like a mistake that we've all made. You know, if you've lived a little bit and dated a little bit, you have the mistake of having that one person where you think they all got it. And if they just did this and they just did that, they just polish themselves up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Da da, da da They can be this perfect person, but we have to take people where they, are. we have to take people for who they are and meet them where they're at. Um, and you know, when it comes down to my fellas, I just tell my fellas like, just be honest, you know what I mean? Just be honest. You'll never know when it comes down to communicating with women, um, how far honesty can get you sometimes it can get you um 10 steps ahead sometimes it cannot get you the results you want um in that moment sometimes you know later on in life or weeks or months or years down the road that young lady come back around and she remember um how solid you stood on your word and i just i tell my fellas like look bro if you out here and you and you in the field and you trying to get your numbers up there's women out here that will also participate in that activity with you but you shouldn't break a woman who is not in that space pull her out of her comfort zone out of her peace of mind you know she enjoying her wine nights with her girls you know putting a face mask on listening to badu she having a good time being by herself i don't think like sometimes as fellas like we we see the one that girl that we want but we don't and we and we lock in on that target, and then we don't we forget about uh being gentleman, you know what I mean, so you have to give the opportunity give that young lady the opportunity to move the way she want to move, and I think that's another layer of just communication when it comes to sex' it's, that's that's the center of it all
0: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um but for women uh, specifically when it comes to dating or just sex or anything, you could. T- I feel like you can tell if someone is seeing you as valuable by the way they treat you and i think a lot of times we try to make up things in our mind to say this is why he's not treating me this way his past was like this he's not treating me this way because of that oh he just got our relationship he's not treating me this way because of that oh this this and that and so we like you were saying about the potential we're like if he just new God or, you know, if he just went to church a little more and we try to bounce it out and then we give ourselves to that person, whether that's, um, physically or just emotionally. Um, but we're giving that person, we're giving ourselves to the person that is who they are. And we could get hurt when that's not, they're not adding up to the person we have in our mind. So everybody
1: got to be on the same wave.
0: Has to be in yeah, the
1: same way or the same frequency you know I think that's that's important too but also too like I have, like I said I have, I have two sisters my younger sister is 25 is the one I'm most closest with like we like as a women I've, I've, I've seen it you know I've dated a lot I have a sister you know I have an older sister mom aunts, grandmas sometimes women can get in their own way too because like you know, one of the seven spiritual laws is the law of least resistance, meaning that you have to accept the the situation that you're currently in in that moment. You have to accept things for what they are, right? right. And so sometimes, now that it's hindsight is 2020, some, I'm pretty sure all of you all can look back and say, you know what, that relationship was trash, or that that situation was trash, but I thank God for it because it made me who I am, right? But in a situation, you were like, ah, oh, nah, 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 fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. But as humans, we have to, as spiritual beings, we have to practice the law of least resistance, meaning that we accept, you know, life for what it is. Life is a reflection of my decisions, my thoughts, and my actions, right? And so whenever you accept, the, whenever, whenever you accept where you are, you take responsibility for the situation that you're in so if you were in a situation where you're saying you're telling yourself that you're ready for a serious relationship but your um your actions are saying other things while you're having just a friends with benefits relationship with this guy then you have to set responsibility for being in that situation it's not the dude's fault you it's both of you all's fault right unless he completely told a lie you know and and painted a picture of what it was going to be you took a risk saying that I'm going to partake, partake in this relationship with this guy for the potential for it to grow. But as a woman, you have to take responsibility for your actions. He has to take responsibilities for his. And I think that's the key to it all. And I think whenever you look at life that way, it brings you back to a humble place because if not you develop ego and you start pointing fingers except for pointing fingers at everybody but yourself.
2: No, I couldn't agree with you more because when I look back and I've I've said this on, on previous episodes as well, that, you know, it wasn't until I really looked back in hindsight at the whole situation shift from back in college and I really had to look at myself and, you know, I was so mad at this person and I was holding up all this anger and this, you know, these trapped emotions, if you will, of just like, resentment, anger, blaming, you know, feeling like, why didn't you just keep it real with me and tell me that this is what you wanted or that case of the, this, that, and the third. But then when I look back at the situation and I asked myself, I said, um, well I I was reevaluating the situation and I noticed that, you know, there was countless of repetitive behavior, like, you know, the 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 words were not matching with the actions so you was telling Mm -hmm. me one thing but yet your actions was it was a serial it was serial behavior over and over again and Mm -hmm. so what i realized like at any given time i could have removed myself from the situation once i saw that your actions were not aligning with your words and so Mm -hmm. but i was steadily pointing the finger like why don't you just treat me better why don't you just you know do xyz better instead of me treating myself better and removing myself from the situation so um right. j- this kind of got a little deeper than just sex but i feel like hey
1: sometimes We by that, right, right? We,
2: <laughs> but i feel like we do have to look at the actions along with the words so that we aren't like you said in the beginning like we're not getting caught in the potential phase like wanting potential from a, situ- a person when it's not aligning with their actions
1: like i i, I share a personal story like i've i've you know what I'm saying? I've dated women in the past, right? Not, mm-hmm. not girlfriends. Meet them. I stab, I say, look, I'm not ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. i got a relationship, let's say, right now, that it's the month of August. Let's say i got a relationship in January. I'm not looking for a relationship. I want to get to know you. Let's date. Let's hang out. Let's kick it. But right now, I'm not looking for a relationship. Now, if a man tells you that in August, it doesn't mean that he may not be looking for a relationship in December, January, four to five months down the road, right? So you can make a decision to, it's kind of like, you, you have to be, have the ability to partially be invested in something, right? whenever I'm investing in the stock market, if it's something that I'm not so sure about, I don't go all the way in. I may go a little bit, whereas I can take a risk and, and have a, uh, a, fit, a, a positive a negative yield on it, right? whereas I'm willing to take this risk and deal with the negative consequences of me losing my money but I'm also willing to take this risk to come out on the positive side if this thing does work out and I feel like men and women have to assess the risk and reward of each situation right apply what you've learned in the past move on don't let the next person pay for the next person's the last person pay for the next person's mistakes but you you apply that moving forward but you have to assess that right and I've had situations where I've told said it i could have said it in spanish italian you know it don't matter what language right but i've had situations where like well, your actions are saying this and this and this and this i'm like but i but as a man i'm standing I'm, I'm telling you what my intentions are i don't want to get into a serious relationship i'm not ready to settle down and just date one woman right and for some reason no matter what you say if you are a half decent guy or if you're a good guy and you just say, for instance, you're a gentleman, you open up doors, you call in their own lunch break, da 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 da. They focus more so on this. What's wrong with calling on a lunch break? They focus more so on the I action. Think was now. <laughs> oh, gosh. They focus more so on the action versus my original word, you know. But not so to. That's, you know, not so that's
2: when women they have to step back and assess the situation. Am I okay? We get my feelings all caught up in, you know, him calling me on lunch break. And can I continue to like do this and not fall too hard? Can you, you know, honestly, women, we have to be real with ourselves. Like, are you okay
1: with him calling you
2: on lunch break, sending you them good morning text messages,
1: you know? Right. But you also can't be upset that October rolls around (laughs) or november december and he pop up on the ground with a new boo then y'all in the group chat like oh he was just with me two months ago (laughs) but he told you he told you at that moment he wasn't ready to be in a relationship but evidently there was another woman that was around willing to like i said and put that investment in and assess the Chris, hey. Tiffany. I feel like Tiffany. Hit, I feel like I hit a personal spot with Tiffany.
2: No,
0: no. One her, uh, on the ground. <laughs> when
1: they on the ground. No, oh, no,
0: it's not. Uh, it's just that that was a bit confusing. Not only it's not. It was only because usually people say one thing and the action show different. And um, so yeah, I guess that's a little confusing. I guess what we need So
1: on, So on this case, somebody said, like, I say Mm -hmm. what I mean, but I also, it's not that I do anything different. It's that I just be myself. You know, depending on, like, I was raised by a strong black woman, educated. I've seen my mom grind, sacrifice. You know, like, I went to school, undergrad, got my master's, single parent. My sister came in right behind me four years later. Bachelor's, master's degree, single parent. My brother's in college now. All this is about one single black woman on one income right so like i was able to see like a strong um example of what a woman should be so i've always been somebody who's respectful and just always been myself right am i perfect no have i made mistakes in the past relationships absolutely have i cheated in the past absolutely right i'm human i'm a man right um but it's more so like still the foundation of myself is that i'm a gentleman like i opened up doors like I pick up tabs, like I call and say, what's up? Like, I'm a little bit archaic um, than just trying to text you to death or what you're doing you to death, right? Like, let's FaceTime, let's do this, let's have a picnic, let's go on this type of date, let's do something fun, like, let's have wine (laughs) night, let's paint. You know, like, different things, right? And so, like, if I'm just being myself the first couple months, like, a woman would take that and be like, oh, you know, and and kind of forget about what I said and focus more so on what I'm doing. Yeah, and I
0: guess that's why and that's tough too because you could try to be half in half out but sometimes you just get so wrapped in regardless and for like for me especially like I tried being half in half out remember jazz you know
1: but um yeah I remember girl I remember
0: I was like I tried being half in half out but it came to the point where I felt like I was playing games and I feel like the person I'm supposed to be with, I'm not going to have to play games with. And so I, I don't want to be half in half out. I want to be all in, but I have to love myself to let that person go. Um, so I don't, so I'm not attached to this end result. Um, and I think that's what it comes down to is like self love. Do you love yourself enough to make sure you don't put yourself through this? Because I want to,
1: well, yeah. I, I got a better one for you though. Do you love yourself enough to be intentional about what you want? right? Yeah. To set the intent, like the intent is Tiffany will meet a guy that is da 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 period. Nothing else outside of that. Like sometimes when we set these goals for men and women, set these goals for ourselves to have a a man or a woman that looks a certain type of way, has a certain type of career, a uh, certain type of faith, whatever you attract that person to you, right? But they also may come with some extra baggage that you don't want. Whereas if you say that you, from what you've said multiple times, you sound like a woman that is, uh, uh, shows like emotional maturity as far as you are aware of yourself. You're able to identify your own self love and you're able to then say, this is what I want out of a relationship, not even diving into the man specifically, but you want to attract someone who is ready to be monogamous and be in a committed relationship, right? So if you set that intent and you align your your affirmations with that, I believe that just like you attract everything else in life, you can attract individuals in life too that's going to bring you that vibe and that energy that you want, right? But sometimes we just don't, uh, like the, the famous quote is, be specific in your request, mm. you know? Be specific, you know, like write down, <laughs> write down like, the things that you want in a man, put it, put pen to pad. That's what we talked about in the spirituality um, episode 21. It's like, there's so much Erica Badu said that it's so much power in actually writing down your goals, right? It's power in like thinking about your dreams and your aspirations. But when you say that you want to have a million dollar house, when you say you want to drive a Bentley truck, when you, but it's a different energy. Whenever you write it down, something happens in the universe that begins to transform and attract those things to you, right? And I'm a big person. I'm big on like um, spirituality and energy and all those things. I'm a big believer that what you are seeking is also seeking you, right? Hmm. And so the goal is for those things to collide, right? Your goals to collide. So if any of you all have went to undergrad, went to graduate school or working in a career that you really wanted in the universe, what you wanted and that career that you wanted collided for those things to happen and to attract exactly what you want, right? Yes. And so I believe that I believe that we have to, the same way we go out the degrees and jobs, we have to simplify that same thing in relationships, right? Just because emotions and love and all those other, and sex and all those other things are involved in attracting human beings to you, is simple, right? As simple as getting that job or getting that career or starting that podcast, right? It's, it's as simple as that, attracting the person that you want in due time. Every right. person that masters patience is a master of all things. Um, so, like, we have to be patient, and uh, we go back to the law of least resistance. Like, whenever the time is right, as long as you are in direct alignment with the universe to receive what's due to you, that man mm-hmm. or that woman that's perfect for you will come. So you hmm. gems, okay? <laughs> right? Yes. Y'all, had, y'all got me going
2: now. I
0: feel like you know? Okay, <laughs> my
1: sister right you know, now. So. <laughs>
2: Yes, you are dropping gems. And I love the gem about the um about the power. And we've talked about this in the past about when you write things down. It is so, so, so powerful. I'm a firm, firm believer of writing things down. And just mm-hmm. Tiffany, you've talked about, you shared many stories about how you wrote your childhood goals down and literally you look back at them like mm-hmm. less than five years ago and everything came true. Um, same with stimulus situation happened with me in middle school. And I just wanted to put, like, get some, cause I was looking it up as you were, you were talking about how, like, I want us to get a measurement about how powerful it is when you write things down opposed to when you, um, type something in your smartphone Mm -hmm. or if you, um, like just say it out loud as you were saying. So it trans, so when you write something down, it is proven that it transmutes, 10,000 neuro uh, pathways in your brain opposed to if you were to just type something on your phone or in your computer, whereas it only transmutes, um, I mean, transmits only four neurotransmitters. So it's 10,000 times more mm-hmm. powerful when you write something down. And like you were saying uh, live, when you're, you're literally sending it out into the universe and asking for it to come back um, that much faster. That's why we it's write. It's a boomerang, man. Exactly.
1: I've I've had some stuff happen in my life that's spooky, like, I mean, I've been in situations where, like, it's, you know, that's why I like the book by Rhonda Byrne, like, she wrote The Secret, The Power, Mm -hmm. Magic, and, like, whenever you really tap into being able to attract what you want, it's kind of like you have magic, you know, you Mm -hmm. want this job, you get it, you want to move to this city, it happens. You want this type of shirt from the store? It happens. You want a car? It happens. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, my biggest thing that I love to say is like abundance is my birthright. It's, you know, I was yeah. born to receive everything that I want, right? Everything. Like another thing I like to say too is like, um, you know, I read this book. Um, I may go grab it so y'all can see it. It's, I think it's called How Life Works or, or something like that. And one of the quotes is that, um, everything comes to me under positivity but under grace and under mercy right so that mm. if you have if you want a thousand dollars you're going to get a thousand dollars cash in your bank account versus a thousand dollar medical bill mm. right so if you want a man you're going to get a man that's good for you and positive for you but not somebody that's going to come and wreck your life
2: yeah. you know
1: <laughs> so it's like but you have to be specific in your intent but you also have to cover the things that you want like you have mm. to take you have to cover it with positivity cover it with grace cover it with mercy, so that Um, so that when it's coming from the universe, you don't know what's attaching to it, right? Right. The universe is big. A lot of things are in it, but your goal is for the things that you receive. They're coming to you under grace, under mercy. So when you get that million dollars and it's coming to you, it's not going to come to you in the future in a million dollars worth of debt. It's going to come to you in a million dollars worth of profit, gross, net, whatever you want it to be, right? And so, um... I think that's important, but I think the biggest thing that keeps us grounded, right, is like tapping into that root chakra of really like feeding your soul with the things that keep you grounded. Like whenever you start to stray off the path of, of you know, maybe it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you start getting kind of, you start kind of getting in your head and talking yourself out of it and, and kind of texting that old guy or texting that old girl back that you know good and well your friends that helped help you pull you out of that situation. You know what I'm saying? You have to have some stuff that you can go back on, whether you are Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, spiritual, whatever it may be, like you're feeding your spirit with something that can keep you grounded, right? And so I think, no matter if we're talking about sex or spirituality, um, we're, we're, we're discussing things that where we have to remain grounded and remain true to ourselves um, throughout that process. That's so good. I have so many
0: things to say. <laughs> but, I talking. But, <laughs> but I did want to pinpoint what you said was so good because I think it's easy for us to get for, for me I feel like it's really easy for me to get the job I want it's easy for me to get goals that are just like I feel like it's very obtainable um mm-hmm. but when it comes to relationships I think sometimes I'm like I can get everything I want, but I don't know if I can be specific about this part of
1: you my can. life because You can. You have yeah. to affirm. You have to affirm that you can and you will. Like you you have to be, when it comes down to your goals, you have to be cocky and arrogant with your goals, right? You have to be confident in the things that you write down. Like, I'm gonna get this job. Like, you know what I'm saying? You talking to yourself in the mirror, I'm gonna get this man, I'm gonna get this type of woman, I'm gonna pay my mom's house off. Like, I'm gonna pay these student loans off. Like, it's nothing. You know what I mean? You going through life as if you have like a bank account worth of blessings that you can just use at your disposal. You know what I mean? Like, that's the the mentality you have to have because that trains you to where your actions and your words match on the same playing field. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, It's important to surround yourself with individuals who are on the same wave as you as well. Right, that's why I like the, the fact that it's three of you all, um, where you all can kind of feed off of one another, um, provide each other with positivity, um, provide each other uh, with books. Like that's a big thing with me, and my friend group. One like the Black Fire on the Wall group is the books. Like we brag about the books that we're reading. You know what I mean? Like we brag about um, the stocks that we're getting into. We're bragging about the jobs. Like, we're bragging about who's gonna get engaged next or whatever it may be. Like, real man stuff, new grown man stuff, you know what I mean? Feeding each other. It's kind of like running with a pack of wolves, in a way. Yeah. You know, like, there's no weak links. You know what I'm saying? You're running with a whole, whole bunch of alpha, beta dogs. Like, everybody is, you know what I'm saying, out to get it. Everybody's aggressive and everybody's positive. You know, one thing about the cast is that everybody is absolutely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. We got people who pledged fraternities, some people who didn't. We got people who are married, some people who aren't. We got people who have two daughters. We got people who have sons. We got people um, who are uh, who have children who are not married at all. Um, we got people who, um, when it comes down to spirituality, not Christian, Christian. Christian, but believe that there's one God and all religions feed to that one God itself. You know what I mean? We have so many mm-hmm. various... Uh, thoughts. We got some of us like we were just on the Zoom call before I got on with you all talking about um a business call that we had last night, and um my boy was like, yeah, how many times you meditate today? You know what I mean? That's the lingo, um, you <laughs> know what I mean? And like I was like, you know, I need to get another one in so I can so I can talk my, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um you know I, mean? I think that I think that's important. You know, like if you have if you read, really, you don't matter how many books you read, I mean affirmations you say, if you're not around people who are who are watering you. So that you can grow, you're gonna stay in that same stagnant place, Mm. and you're gonna be a year later. You're gonna be having the same issues because you know birds of a feather flock together. Some of y'all grandmas used to tell y'all that running with so and so is gonna get you know. You run with dogs, you attract fleas. You know all these different sayings. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important for us to to be around people who water us and and take us um and value the things that we bring to the table
2: that's so true that's so so true and i just love because i from looking at the um the black fly on the wall show i do love the very various different opinions and perspectives i love how it's not just one way like you were saying we earlier. will
1: never agree
2: <laughs> and, and <laughs> i love that because it gives different aspects of like yeah. to in ways of viewing and maybe it makes people think and question like okay you know do i even believe in that or you know i like his perspective or you know so Telling to speak so, and, and i love that i love and and it, and it all goes back to what you were saying earlier it's you created it or you've all cre- curated a platform where it's giving black men the voice to say whatever mm-hmm. they feel whatever they genuinely feel. And I love that because. And we like to make so it realistic.
1: Necessary. We like to make it realistic. Like you can't go into the workplace. You can't go into the barbershop, right? You can't go to the basketball court or the gym and every mm-hmm. black man that you meet is going to believe in the same things that you believe in. You know, right. it's just not realistic. Like the world isn't, the world is also not realistic like that as well. And so, like we, we have to make sure that we provide a safe space for all men to come. That's why I, th- I felt like it was real important to um, to bring a gay, a gay black man on the show, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like not all black men are heterosexual. You know, there may be a time in the future where we, uh, where we have a trans man on the show, you know, or or a person that's. Um, that's a woman that identifies as a man, right, there's gonna come a time where, you know, you know what really opened my mind up to that, though, to keep it real with you? Um, what really opened my mind up to that was protesting. And being out there protesting in the street, you know, anytime you protest, you put your life on the line because you don't know what can happen. But you're protesting because you stand for something, right? And Mm. when I looked to my left and looked to my right, I saw, I saw men of all different kinds of backgrounds. And we was out there for one common reason. And that's for uh, social justice, you know? And I felt as if, um, if whether you were gay, black, pink, purple, whatever you, wanted, whatever you want to identify as, if you was out there willing to put your life on the line with me, I can respect you. And that's all it takes. Like, we didn't got to go into the deep discussions. And, and one thing we don't tolerate on the show is, like, there's no judgment, right? Mm. Like, we operate off of the law of least effort, where, which is, um, Uh, one of the points is the defensiveness, defensiveness. Um, You don't have to defend your point of view, right? Mm. So if you're Christian and he's Muslim, there's no no reason for you all to debate because this is a place of love, this is a place of harmony. Um, And so we like to approach that situation where everybody's on the same playing field, right? If I never told you I was the producer and the CEO of the company, you would never know based on our conversations because there's no ego involved, right? I made decisions, but like whenever we in the group chats, we talking about this and that, and we want to do that, there's no ego involved. Um, and so I I think um, when it comes down to spirituality and sex and all that, like on Black fly on the Wall, all men of any background, any identification, any classism, rich, poor, whatever it may be, any Black man has the opportunity to come to Black Fly on the Wall and speak how they speak, how they feel. Just
0: kind of going back to our other conversation, and mm-hmm. I just want to say, sometimes I feel like, um, okay. I don't know how to say this, but okay. <laughs> sometimes I feel like we get tested. Um, Absolutely. So I'm just going to give y'all an example. Since we're talking about sex and sex is, sex is very taboo for me. Like we really, me, Jazz and Kobe, we really don't, we rarely talk about it. Like we, we crazy, but we do we rarely <laughs> talk about it. And so, um, so what I'm saying is <laughs> I feel like we get tested <laughs> and i want to bring up a situation that just recently happened to me. So there's this okay. guy that I like mm-hmm. kind of like, like, I was like, you know, he's cool. He's cute. You know, he's he okay. He on his own business. Blackity black, black. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so, um, so one time like I could tell he was swearing with me and he DM me. And so we we're going back and forth, but immediately he hopped into like, some really nasty texts like y'all I'll, girls i'm gonna show y'all the text message like <laughs> just, like
1: see they should they should have been see they should have been songs see but i ain't gonna hold you
3: <laughs> exactly we should have seen him as soon as he sent them we should have been
1: like girl look, exactly in the group chat
3: y- Yo, y'all,
1: gonna, y'all gonna be better y'all gonna be better moving forward but for now we're gonna talk about the situation Go ahead and yeah. spill, the tea. Go ahead and spill so, the tea
0: yeah so all these nasty, I'm like, this is not the same man I see working hard out there. <laughs> I'm like, it's trying like to work black. hard in another area. Exactly. I'm like, exactly. I, I didn't tell him, like, I, I look, I like me a direct man, but sir, take me out on a date first. But anyways. Right. So, But then I felt like in that moment, since I just got mm-hmm. out of, like, detached myself from that other arm, Um, I felt like I was being tested by God, like, are you going to allow yourself to be, feel that, like, are you going to allow yourself to be that, like, feel valued? Or are you going to really be valued? Or are you just going to let this guy talk to you any type of way? Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so then I realized, like, going back to self-love, like, that was our first podcast ever. And I realized, I'm like, am I, do I really love myself? Or do I just want the attention of someone that is cute? And then that's when I was just like, I need to affirm to myself Whether anyone likes me or not, like, whether anybody finds me attractive, or whatever it is, that I have to say no to the attention, because it's not good attention, and yes to, like, I love myself enough to be, like you said, intentional about the things that I want. Because I was like, you know what, maybe I should entertain this (laughs) (laughs)
1: hey sometimes the flesh
0: is weak man the flesh was really I was like I really had to have a long talk to myself I'm like no you do not deserve to be treated this way I mean it wasn't nothing crazy or bad but I was just taken off guard but I feel like I was really trying to test that was really testing me but then something else that I written down just happened and I was like I feel like I passed the test and now I receive my blessings good
1: (laughs) you know the thing about it is though what I want you like for like any anyone mm-hmm. for you, Kobe, Jazz, like any woman that's listening, that's gonna watch this, like in the future is like, you, if you're living, you love yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're questioning like your self-love, like don't question it. Just affirm, say I love myself mm-hmm. or say your name, I love you, right? Because I think there's a major disconnect between like the body and the spirit right and like not like the holy spirit or like the spirit of what you experienced in islam and hindu and buddhism whatever i think like there's a major disconnect in our generation between like you the human in the flesh and your spirit on the inside of you right because whenever you deal with conflicts of of self-identification self-love self-efficacy um Uh, advocating for yourself, expressing yourself to others, emotional maturity, communication, like that's, that's a sign that there's a disconnect intrinsically. And we have to um, get on the um, pattern of healing, right? Of healing ourselves, addressing ourselves, becoming very, very intimate and secure with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like before we start giving ourselves away to somebody else, and wanting to get to know somebody else and wanting somebody to respect us and wanting um, just anything in general from the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever you partake in, I think it's important for us to like make love to ourselves, right? Get so ingrained within yourself that there's no without a shadow of a doubt that you know yourself, you love yourself and you are intentional about what you want because like at the end of the day, like you all are all black queens, so, you're already born ancestrally with the understanding of who you are as a Black woman. And I think um, sometimes, uh, like our education system, diminishes that, right? Social media diminishes that. Um, the perception of the Black man and the gender role that he plays diminishes that. Um, sometimes religion diminishes that. It disconnects us from who we are intrinsically. And so, all black women have to understand where the F they come from, you know, who your ancestors really are. You know what I'm saying? You come from the queen Nefertiti's you come from, you know, the, the bosses, the Michelle Obamas, the, you know, Danita Baker's the, you know, like, you know, Madam CJ Walker's that's, that's the type of energy that you carry. Right. And so I think that we have to first fall in love with ourselves so that whenever that person presents themselves in the universe, like you're ready to then welcome somebody into your space and no matter what he or she does can disrupt what you got going on because you built a sturdy foundation um to where you are confident and 100% confident in yourself so Tiffany, you love yourself you ain't got to ask yourself that you know that yeah. you got your you got your brown you got your brown on got your hair up girl you you ain't playing today <laughs> you, know what I'm you love yourself you love yourself. You don't have to question that. Right. But I think it could have been a test.
0: It definitely was. Yeah. Man. <laughs>
1: definitely o- only you can really assess that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like o- only you really can assess like, you know, was this a test or like, you know, like, should I do this? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to make that decision within yourself um, as a grown woman to, to make the decisions that you want. But, but you evidently, you made the right decision. If now, you know, looking back hindsight 2020, you like, yay, I did the right thing.
3: Yeah.
1: uh, Kobe, what you got to say?
3: And I was just gonna say part of that too, you know, just to add on is boundaries and understanding like, okay, I'm not like, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm not going to allow. This is who I am. And I'm, you know, not going to allow Certain things to you know, certain people to speak to me certain ways. Just like you said, knowing where you' coming from and knowing like I'm not gonna make myself too available to this person too soon. I'm I'm just not gonna allow Mm -hmm. somebody to treat me and talk to me certain you know certain ways. So I think Mm -hmm. that's a huge part of it too.
1: For sure, having those for
3: sure, having those boundaries for yourself as a woman. And we, I mean, we all mess
0: up, I guess, you know, or make mistakes. I think we just have to give ourselves. Grace, because we're human.
1: Oh, that's that's a good one.
0: Because yeah, because I feel like, especially if you're like a I told somebody
1: that the other day, they were just beating themselves down so much. I'm like, yo, get yourself some grace, man. You yeah. know, and you have to and you have to weigh the positives and the negatives. Like if your life is popping, you know what I mean, and you got two or three negatives going on, like you know, like really, what are you gonna put your energy towards? Are you gonna put your energy towards to polish up? the the positives or are you gonna focus more so on the negatives you know um just continue to feed your soul and continue to feed your spirit and you know the negatives will fall off life mm-hmm. is good man everybody's in during the pandemic you know everybody's in good health you know what i'm saying you're, you you're in a sound mind like i woke up this morning and saw that uh the new york giants the owner his daughter committed suicide you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like when you look at things like that this is a wealthy individual she got all the money in the world but at the end of the day like money can't buy good health and money can't buy a peace of mind you know mm. um like i turned 30 over the weekend and i was on the beach and thank yeah thank you thank you you know I, I was on the beach and uh i woke up and did some meditation on the day of my birthday and watched the sunrise. and i was on the beach and i was like you know there is nothing in this world that i want right now like i was in like a a, a blissful piece of mindfulness like during that moment to where like I wasn't worried about money I wasn't worried about what was coming next I didn't worry I didn't worry about what happened yesterday undergrad the past relationships was going on with my boys anything like that I was like completely in a state of like pure joy and happiness you know and I think that like our lives can be that on a daily basis you know mm-hmm. um, as long as we were putting in the work to manifest that what we want for sure, I
3: believe that
2: too. I believe in that too, like completely, because you know, right now with I didn't, I hadn't heard the news about the um, the daughter of the New York Giants, was it? Yeah, yes, no. I hadn't heard the news that ha- how the daughter committed suicide, and you know, right mm-hmm. now we're living in a pandemic, and all of these things that can you know take away from our peace of mind right now is like mm-hmm. stronger than ever. So I guess. I think time. this is the
1: time to really get grounded.
2: Right. You know, like right. we don't have as
1: many distractions.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't got
1: the brunches popping off, the day parties <laughs> popping off.
2: Right. You know,
1: like these are, this is the time where we can really like hunker down, cut the awesome. phone off. You ain't going to miss nothing. Ain't nobody calling right. you. You know what I'm saying? It's nobody <laughs> right. going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, where you got the to phone <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: I got some business. You
1: know what I'm saying? Turn the phone off. like, hold on. We can't like, get <laughs> nah, right. you know, Turn the phone off. Put your essential oils on, man, and just write and read and mm-hmm. grow. Right, and so that leads me to the quick my question: What does you know?
2: I would consider that spirituality. So, what does like spirituality look like for you all that helps you stay grounded in this this point of time where you know we're going through? you know, such major friction is a country, a nation, Mm -hmm. a world, uh, universally like, and all that, what is, what does spirituality look like for you that helps keep you on? And I know you mentioned meditation, so if you maybe want to elaborate and Um, share with our soulmates.
1: Yeah. Um, so the way I stay grounded is about several things. Um, one is that, uh, every time every day I wake up, I say, thank you, you know, Um, You know, I feel like gratitude is an attitude, you know, and one of the short, the short version of the quote is like the gratitude is an an attitude It hooks you up to your source of supply, meaning that the more grateful, the more grateful you are, the more things you produce in your life through the universe to be grateful for. Right. So if you're grateful and you're just thankful for breath and the ability to open your eyes, um, you're sending out to the universe, send me more stuff to be thankful for send me jobs send me contracts send me production send me people wanting to be interviewed by the podcast send me money send me good help uh, wisdom whatever it may be so I, I start off with my gratitude I have a gratitude journal that I received for my birthday I'm gonna write in daily things that I'm thankful for we talked about writing things down um, I meditate twice a day sometimes three times a day and um, I look at meditation um, as a place to where you go to be in sound mind. It's, a mom- it's moments where you don't think of anything at all. It's that place where you find God, right? Anybody can meditate and find mindfulness in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what really uh, um, adds to my aura as an individual. Like I've always wanted to be an individual who puts off a radiates energy of positivity. Right. No matter where I go, no matter who I interact with, whether it's a a homeless individual on the street or CEO of a company, they both feel the positivity. So I meditate heavily. That's what keeps me grounded. Um, I do a lot of chakra work personally. Um, So I focus on the seven um, chakras from my root to my crown to make sure that I'm always balanced and aligned. Um, so that whenever blessings are ready to drop on me, I'm in position to receive them. Um, yeah. and I'm in, I'm in a position to attract, you know, to attract that. And so I, I, I encourage, like, all my homies, my homegirls, tap into whatever you got to tap into for you to be the best person you can be. Right? And do everything in love and positivity, and that's how you stay grounded. But that's just a little glimpse of, like, what I do with my spirituality that keeps me, um grounded. I do yoga um, to to keep everything aligned and keep my intentions and everything pure. Um, and yeah, that's it. So, so
2: anybody wanted to piggyback? I mean,
1: sorry, if that was a lot too. <laughs> no, it's my favorite, it's my favorite topic. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
2: um,
0: I'll just take today, for example, um, like, and or lied <laughs> i wake up <laughs> always saying thank you and i put that song on today um by joe scott uh woke up with, woke up this morning feeling depressed to death i'm so mm-hmm. blessed yes yes so music and in nature but even like driving to work today i was like okay you need to put on some gospel music and i didn't know why i was mm-hmm. just like like i've been neglecting god (laughs) i'm like and so you know i put on some gospel music and i just became so overwhelmed with joy and so the praise begin that song just gets me through everything and i'm not even going through anything but it reminded me of like this time when um i lost my job like fired from my job and um how being fired from my job lined up everything that's happened to me in my life is great (laughs) so I was just thanking God for like that he's guiding my steps but also it just made me think of my brother my mother my father my nephew my sister-in-law like and my friends and I was just so filled with gratitude I'm just just thinking about them and then um and then just like I remember them saying like when your hands are up in praise, you have room to receive, you know, receive blessings from God. And so it was just a really good morning. So, and I ended up, you know, getting my apartment today. So I was really excited about Congratulations. that. Um, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, So Finally, we got yeah. it. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's, uh, Jesus, God, Definitely gratitude, nature for me, um, and then just yes. family. Yeah, I
1: failed to mention that. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. family and friends, because honestly, when I talk to you girls, or if i able just to talk out my feelings when I'm ready to, it just makes it, everything make a little bit more sense, or my mother just. And so those are the things that keep me grounded and spiritually, like, grounded as well like
2: um, yeah cool. how about for you Kofi
3: yes so some things that keep me like spiritually grounded and just aligned um, I would say my heart so something uh, Aaron you mentioned earlier you're talking about it t- intentions and so just making sure that you know whenever I'm doing something I'm about to make a decision that my heart is like in the right place that I'm being intentional and that Mm -hmm. whatever it is that I'm doing, whoever I'm surrounding myself with that is going to get me to where I want to be. And that's in episode 21. I believe y'all were talking about that. Just, are you living up to your life's mantras and those principles? Are you really doing what you need to do to get to where you need to be? And so Mm -hmm. um, part of that is, you know, starting with your heart. And then if your heart isn't sure. in the right, if my heart isn't in the right place, allow myself to um, change and to decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Committing to that process of um, not just saying I'm going to be a better person or do better, but actually committing myself to doing better and being better in whatever area that God is showing me that I need to be better in. Um, same things that y'all said, silencing mm-hmm. myself, you know, sitting in that time, praying, listening to God and, telling, and listening to what it is that he wants me to do. Um, gratefulness, looking at the, the positive things of life and the positives out of uh, certain situations or every situation. Um, going back to that mantra, so one of my mantras that I try to live by is just living passionately, loving unconditionally and laughing often that live, love, laugh. And, um, being of service and sharing, you know, whether it's, um, helping somebody, encouraging somebody, caring for someone, loving on someone, uh, comforting, giving, just all those things, just, um, love, loving people and sharing with people and being of service to others. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is that, is your, is your shirt green?
3: It is.
1: (laughs) You know, like, you was talking about, like, your heart. Like, you started it off and, like, something just dropped in my spirit. Like, you should look on, um, you should you should read up on the heart chakra.
3: Okay. And,
1: like, because, like, that's the energy that I get from you. You know, like, and the color of the chakra is green. That's what I was wow. asking. And you should definitely, like, read up on the heart chakra and, like, figure out, like, because sometimes, like, I feel like with myself, like, that's also the the chakra that when I'm, when I'm doing my alignment. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. radiates the most. That's yes, that's what yes. sometimes gives off the most energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like it because like, I feel like if my heart chakra is always in balance, then everything else has to be in order, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, that's that's what that's kind of like the the center that holds everything down. So look at do some reading up on that. I sure do. Yeah. Yes, that's
2: mm-hmm. one of my favorite chakras.
3: Like sometimes even when people get mad at me, I'm like, dang, when well, my heart was in the right, like I'm like, you know, my intentions are, <laughs> you know, I wasn't trying to make you mad. I wouldn't I'd be like more hurt than they are about whatever I did or whatever I said because I'm just like my heart was in the right place. I wasn't trying to hurt you, I wasn't yeah. trying to, you know, yeah. make you mad. That's
1: definitely the, that's definitely a hard chakra person right there for yeah, sure. That's
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, Kobe, you definitely have a green aura. <laughs> You do. But um I guess you, I um for me my what is I guess is the what is spirituality or are we answering I think we kind of what changed spirituality. The of routine.
1: What is spirituality, what does spirituality mean to you and what things do you do within spirituality that keeps you grounded?
2: Okay, okay. Um for me spirituality it means I feel like doing being authentic with your walk wherever you are in the place that you are in in this particular time and the reason why i say that there has been times where um i know soulmates if y'all been listening to our show and rocking with us for a very very long time y'all seen my spiritual transitions and and you know and the things i've differently and how i evolved and how i ascribe to spirituality i look at it a little different from tiffany and kobe but then it's still, I feel like I'm very connected at the same time. Um, and the reason why I say that is because um, I have been on the side of the fence where I was completely, um, I identified as spiritual and not religious. And then I also have been um, where I felt like I needed religion at that time in my life to propel me in. And And um, where I felt like I was heavily connected in that at points in time. So um, I really feel like for me, spirituality is just being genuine. If I feel like I need to go to church and I need to praise and worship, I don't need my spiritual friends saying, you know, you know, you can't do that. Or I don't need my Christian friends saying you can't burn your sage and align your chakras. So, you know, I just feel like if I'm being honest, I feel like I've created a um, uh, infusion where I, cause I do see, use a lot of um, scripture um, and I use the Bible. I use um, the biblical power in the bible but along I still use um Kabbalion I still use the secret law of attraction you know I I I just have found a way to infuse it where it resonates and speak to me and I like connecting with nature I definitely believe in the power of gratitude like no other I think that no matter what religion you practice or whatever spiritual practice you practice I think gratitude is is you can't receive if you're not thankful for what you have right now, right before you. Um, and um, I honest, I love nature. I think nature is one of the biggest way that I feel connected using the elements of the earth, whether, whether it be in fire, water, with candles. I love burning my candles. It just puts me in a, a good space, um, whether I'm using my sage to use the earth elements or, you know, I, I just feel like, I. I I I just don't feel that there's one way to to describe spirituality, but I just feel like it's a a holistic approach where you have to use different elements and different practices, such as like, we just all talked about gratitude and, and, um, you know, just different elements of whatever resonate with your soul. Um, And then how I use it on a day-to-day practice like we like I just mentioned, um gratitude, waking up the first thing in the morning. I like to do a meditation. Meditation before bed and after bed. I mean well, first thing raising up within that first 30 minutes. Now it's a little since um the kids not at school, so i I find myself, you know, having to get the situated first and then go back into my, you know, my my space, creating my space throughout the day. But I do like to do um if I feel like my day is, you know busy i like to at least try to get a minimum of 24 um, minutes of meditation and it may not be just all in one sitting it may be you know broken up throughout the day because i feel like at least i can do is meditate one minute for each hour of the day um then i i like music music is it's just i don't know it is it does something spiritually to me like it just puts me in that good head space it's like a playlist i have And when I put that playlist on, it just gets me in my, my good vibrations flowing. And Mm -hmm. um, reading, of course, I love, love reading new, new material to, I'm always talking to the soulmates they're like, and then giving them a new book. Right now, I'm kind of heavily driven on the, um, the, the um, real estate um, market at the moment. So currently, a lot of my reads are just diving into a, a, a series of plethora of robert kiyosaki's um real estate nice. books that he has out there yeah. but then also i do like to add other literature because i listen to audiobooks as well so there are i have my spiritual the power of now that i love that i put on replay when i just feel like i'm that out of sync um that, that ed yes the yes. ed cartoli power yes. now is one of my go-tos yes. that i've been I had to go and revisit this lap this past week, and so you know, just feeding the mind, feeding the body, and feeding the soul in different aspects. It's it's not just one way for me.
1: And I know you mentioned sage. Do you do you burn Palo Santo?
2: Yes, yes, I do do Palo yeah, Santo, good. sage, good. cedar.
1: because uh, you know because <laughs> the, the sage definitely clears the negativity out, but the Palo Santo ushers the positivity in. You know, creates mm-hmm. a space.
2: You're and right. um, I
1: know you mentioned Tolle. Have you listened to or read The New Earth? A New Earth? That was my first one. My first read.
2: Good. That was... Good. And I, good, Yes, I love that one.
1: Good, good. good. You know the, that, the, one, the reason why I like about A New Earth is like, uh, and you probably can relate to, is like the ability that it eliminates ego. You know? Yes. Really suppression. The suppression of the ego. Getting the ego out of the way so that you can make room for yourself, Right ego 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 and I I love that I love that because it touches everybody no matter if you're rich poor little small black brown white whatever it touches you um and so yeah so yeah solid solid thank thank you all for sharing because you know I feel like to to elaborate on where we are spiritually um like makes us like go into a place of vulnerability you know to kind of like be honest with yourself like Tiffany was like, you know, I need to go to church more. I feel like I ain't showing God no love right now. You know, that type of vibe. And you're talking about like your fusion between religion and and spirituality. I think that's super dope because like what we have to understand is that like us as African people are the creators of all things, right? We created religion, right? We created practices, right? Um, I have the, I have the the, the, perception and through all my readings that like the first person on earth was a black woman right that's my belief um i believe that you know with the fact that we are the creators of all things where it comes down to religion math- mathematics writing paper you name it the ability to even use a light into a glass to create a lantern like we created all those things and so like it's okay to fuse your spirituality with your religion because that's what we've always done right? that's what we actually had to do um and to your point like I've, i initially thought about whenever um whenever uh africa was conquered they were conquered from the east and they were conquered from the west they were conquered from the east by arabs on one side those individuals were taken into slavery and sold by Arabs into England, London, and all those countries and cities. And then we also were taken on the West by uh, Europeans, which we then, what we call the transatlantic slave trade, um, to the Caribbeans, to Americas, right? Um, Through that time period, like we lost a lot of our uh, African spirituality. And so what we had to do was, we had to do like what you're doing. We had to take the bits and pieces that we knew right? Because a lot of our elders were killed. A lot of the men in the tribes were killed that would pass that information down. Whenever you travel, you get to see how African people has sh- touched the surface of like spirituality and religion in so many different ways, right? So I think like you fusing your spirituality is kind of like your ancestors talking to you through action, right? That it's okay. My grandmother died in um, September of last year. And I look at her death as completely different now, right? I look at like like she's a spirit in a body that was in a transition period. And now her spirit continues to live on. And so I without a shadow of a doubt, I feel her around me. I see things at the corner of my eye. Like in some of my pictures that I took on my 30th uh birthday when I was meditating and the sun was coming up, you see green specks that's that moves from the from the sky to right beside me. You know what I mean? You can't, like, without a shadow of a doubt, I know, right? Ever since I've tapped into myself, my meditation, my life has changed even more, like, it's even elevated even more. So I think, like, like, people, like, it's okay. Sometimes, um, sometimes certain religions and certain cultures and certain sects, um, like, like paint death in such a horror, horrific <laughs> image, right? Mm. Um, but I feel like death is a creative process for a lot of people to be able to transition to a new plane and be able to help those that are still here. You know, mm-hmm. we have to take advantage of that energy because that energy is real. Really I,
2: I, is. I couldn't agree with you more. And so I just yeah. feel like now I have a new mantra, like, Cause we often in the black culture we often talk about our generational curses but like i now give acknowledgement to the generational blessings that has come yeah, like from that. the inner the um ancestors before like me so i'm now like trying to like put that. shine light on the blessings that i want to reap from my the generations that my ancestors that's come before me versus shining so much light on the curses that was potentially left behind because i think that they're we're blessings, just like that. There were curses left behind, so mm-hmm. it's just whatever you. You know the, to the crazy possible. thing
1: about. I mean, to cut you off, The crazy thing about George Floyd is like, they released the body cam footage, and like now we learned that his mom passed away a month before he did. Yeah. And so when he was crying out to his mom, he wasn't crying out to somebody who was alive. He was crying mm-hmm. out to a direct ancestor, yeah, right? And wow. so like when you look at spirituality. Like you would think it, like in reality, it made sense that he'll be crying out to his mom who's still alive, right? right. Because mm-hmm. he returned to an infant type mentality state and he's crying out mm. to a woman who he thinks that can help him. But he's actually, like, was he watching the video? He was a spirit in a body that was transitioning, mm. right? Like, I have a cousin that was killed when we took a he, I had a cousin that was killed four or five months after my grandmother passed away at my grandmother's funeral all my cousins took a picture and in the picture he's the only one that has an aura around him right wow so sometimes your soul is prepared before you are like they talked about when nipsey Hussle, before nipsey Hussle died um he was doing things around his house he was getting life insurance policies together he was moving money to the Mm -hmm. side he was selling useless stuff off. He was telling everybody that he loved him. He was very, very like intimate with his family. He didn't know he was going to die, but his spirit knew he was going to die, right? It was time to transition. And so sometimes like what we have to understand when it comes to death is that death is a creative process and that we transition from this plane that we're on whenever our sole purpose has been met. Martin Luther King's sole purpose was met. Malcolm X's sole purpose was met, Right. Mm-hmm. All these individuals that have passed away, you have met your soul purpose, and so it's now time for your soul to transition to another plane, to live in that creative area that it is. Whether you call it heaven, utopia, whether no matter what you identify as, we understand that the soul lives on, <laughs> right?
0: That's mm-hmm. interesting that y'all brought that up because when um, you know this is going to be like the last point because I know we've been on here for a long time, but um, unless y'all got something else to say. Um, I think that sometimes we separate religion and spirituality too much, or maybe because when I think about being a Christian, I never separated, I always felt like that was a spiritual journey. And, um, and if we look at like the Bible, there's a lot of things that, you know, we've all said today gratitude writing things down making them plain it, it says the same things in the bible so i want everyone to know to know like if you're a christian well for me it's always been a spiritual journey for me <laughs> because mm-hmm. i don't see how like a religion it can't be spiritual um Absolutely. a lot of the fine, a lot of the things that we say is found in the bible and i feel like we're all kind of on the same path even though we might look at for it sure. Differently. for sure for sure
1: Same path, different steps.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes
1: we're on the same path and some of us bustle left, some of us bustle right. Some of us continue to go straight. But a lot of times you notice that with paths, you can end up at the same point, Right. right? And along those separate journeys that we take, we get the things that we need along the journey. And I believe that even deeper than spirituality is love. That's something that transcends across all peoples of religions, faiths, ethnicities, all those different things, you know. So um, just in the spirit of spirituality, I just wanna thank you all again um, for you know, providing your time. Um, I tell my boys that all the time, like we can give away a lot of stuff, but we can't get time back, you know. So, you know, we're all taking time out of our day, um, you know, away from our families, away from our businesses, um, friends and everything else to kind of have this conversation and to give you know i told um a business colleague that things like um the podcast and black fly on the wall and all that like your podcast is like we're it's a giving platform right we're doing this to give we grow within the process but we want to grow and give as much information out as we can so that somebody that's listening and watching can grow and give something from that and i get so much gratitude and and um positivity whenever people hit me up and say like yo like that helped me out so much. Like I was curious about this topic about finances or sex or religion. And now like that conversation really stimulated my mental on like, I need to do this, I need to do that. Like that's that's fulfilling for me. So um, in the spirit of gratitude, you know, I think we all should pat ourselves on the back um, for just growing and glowing.
2: <laughs> I Y'all can that. have
1: that one too. growing and glowing
2: growing and glowing you know what time is it y'all what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. Um, Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, broke, sick, and tired, you cannot speak those things over your life, over the current situation. Instead, speak positive, uplifting things. I'm getting better and better every day. I get through this, I'm the best version of myself, something that gets you out of that situation. So I'm affirming, well, there are four of us today, and I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in. And we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmation. So who wants to go first with their positive affirmation?
1: Hmm, I'll go first.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, my affirmation to myself uh, that i've been saying all day is that uh abundance is my birthright
0: i am releasing everything that's out of my control and trusting god
1: good
2: i am harnessing the divine energy that is propelling me Forward in positive, prosperous direction.
3: I open my mind and my heart to receive all the blessings that God has for me. Nice. All right, guys,
0: you okay. Find you one more time. what's your question, Tiffany? <laughs> Tell them where they can find you in the show and everything.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: Since you asked. So you can find us at uh, at BlackFlyOnTheWall Instagram at BlackFlyOnTheWall Facebook BlackFlyOnTheWall.com If you need to email me Aaron at BlackFlyOnTheWall.com Everything is at BlackFlyOnTheWall. If you want to find us, just Google BlackFlyOnTheWall. You can get in contact with us any type of way. Um, We take questions. We take feedback very well. Um, Whatever you want to hit us with we're open um you know it's where we're very accessible we have an open door policy um big or small you know just hit us thank you all yeah. oh i also got a shout out every time i do a podcast every time i do a podcast i wear a black branded t-shirt this is a black owned business so yeah. this is called um this is melanin apparel y'all see the y'all see the melanin yes.
2: y'all see, y'all see
1: the, the melanin the melanin nutritional facts
2: Indeed. So this is from melanin.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is from melanin dot com. Um they have some they have some super, super dope stuff. Chain is black on. It's a Ankh that represents feminine and masculine energies, um, the continuum of life, the balance of man and woman. I got that from Beauty Melanin as mm-hmm. well. So it's also a black owned by women. Beauty Melanin is. And so yeah, I always I always gotta shout out the black brand, man. You gotta be blackity black. It's twenty twenty. <laughs>
0: That's yes. over here. <laughs> and uh, make sure you guys are following us soul filling podcast everywhere we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five star rating and write something soulful and sweet so more people can hear these amazing conversations we're having. It's soul filling. So we want everybody's soul to be fed. We love you.
1: I'm fed, y'all. I'm
2: I'm full, Right.
1: (laughs) And before
2: y'all go, before y'all go, soulmates, if you haven't done so already, head over to our Patreon. If your soul was just fed, which I know that it was, y'all go ahead and feed our soul, invest in us. Like we in a distance. yes, beat us in every way. Um, we do this because we love y'all, and we truly believe that we all have a divine purpose, and we just all want us to reach to reach that purpose and grow to it together. So, join us, give from the heart, and we love y'all until next time, soulmates. Bye.
1: All right, love y'all, man. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Thank you.